Well, um, yeah, it's Palm Sunday. Actually, um, yeah, actually, I gotta take a call. Can I put you on hold? Mm. All right, unprofessional, but I guess it could be worse. This whole music does slap. Okay, sorry. I just um had to <laughs> to yeah, I was talking with um you know, our our agents, our producers, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um they have informed me that this is the last episode of the show. Well, yeah, it's good because I've been wanting to get back to normal and you know. Right. Really when you think about it, our show is just a blip mm-hmm. in time and you know, yeah. get back to normal. That's what we all want. <laughs> I think I think we can all agree. <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree that the that we're people are sick of us. Mhm. And it's time. Yep. Yeah. I mean, people get, we've just been people saying get, this whole time we've just been talking about how we've become worse. So, you know. People People, people get mad when you do a bit like this. I think the last three seasons of the last podcast I did, we mm. did this. We did this as a bit, mm. and every time it made people so mad. <laughs> Everyone's like, now, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> They're just like, "What is wrong with you people?" Mm. Huh? Uh-huh. Palm, it's Palm Sunday. It's Palm Sunday. Uh, go out and get your palms read. Um, mm. I believe that's what it's about, right? I thought it was about the Palm Pilot. Oh, you know that could be too. Yeah. Um, your what's your, your palm... favorite Palm Palm Pilot? Oh, I had to say I like the Palm Pre. The Andrew, Palm Pre with the little Andrew, line over the E. Oh dear. Uh oh. You you you. That's what I was gonna pick. Oh okay. It's I was worried it's there. The perfect Palm. I mean, I yeah. will say. The Palm Trio 650 was a was a good looking little boy. It had the little nub antenna, mm-hmm. so it was like a real. It looked like a real phone. Right, man. I had a knockoff. Did they Palm have? Pilot. They must have had Trios that had the pull out antenna, right? Way back when. <laughs> that's how you know. Like when you whip out the phone and then you extend the antenna. That's how you know that someone means business. If you know? someone it's extends like, this antenna and then. Yeah. And then extends their hand out with one finger up and their thumb to a right angle. Yeah. Like, that's how you know shit is going down. Yeah. You're on notice. <laughs> They're calling someone. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's, that's, that's how you know. Bruh. Right. Yeah. Get back to normal. Hmm. <laughs> Seize um, molasses chips. Yes, the next I- I- item here. I was just enjoying seize this carpe carpe molasses chips. Um, have you ever had seize candies? Because I I did not I, really think about it. That it's like a California thing. No, there there are some seize candies shops out here, but I've okay. never partaken partooken of them because um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't frequent a chocolate shop. I'm not really going right. in there like, oh, what sort of truffles have you yeah. today? You're not you know? sitting there looking at the glass counter with your right, d- like, delightfully like, tapping your the tips of your 
fingers if, on your lower lip going, hmm. If hmm. I happen across, you know, some truffles, it's usually fortuitous. I don't set out to do it. Oh, and I've learned that actually their yeah. store here in Columbus uh, closed. So there isn't <laughs> one here anymore. So, you know. Yeah. Well, and we say bye bye. <laughs> it's just like, um, so I was just thinking about this because this morning, um, I think my mom ordered some C's candies for, for Easter and got me like a little sure, box sure. Mm -hmm. and just gave it to me because she couldn't be bothered to wait, which is fun. We're all adults right. here, you know? Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it has we every time. To, we it, don't need any sort of pretense. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I get a package, like an assorted package of C's candies, the, 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 thing, the thing I always wish is that I open it up and it's just 100% molasses chips, which is the best C's yeah. candy. Okay. And what it is, See, is it's like when a- I, When I yeah. read this molasses chips, I imagined, you know when they used to have, maybe they still have them, the like chocolate covered uh, Pringles? Yes. That's what I imagined. I imagined like a, that like they were literally potato chips, like covered in molasses. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> just a chip just, covered in molasses. Just filling a a, a Pringles original flavor tube with molasses and letting it sort of <laughs> marinate for you know several months. I'd I would I I'd do it I'd do it I just wanna I need to read the first review on this page um yeah it says the first time someone offered these I was not really thrilled not a big fan of molasses <laughs> however however these are good like really good like addictive good so yeah I, that's odd yeah. whatever thank you Rebecca from San Francisco no the the these things are like they have like a cult following. So they're like a little yeah. bar, like a, a thin strip of molasses honeycomb. So it's that like honeycomb candy, that. but okay, it's flavored yeah. with molasses. So it's got like a darker, richer. Yeah, indeed. Someone here, Deb, Deb with two B's from New Jersey has given this a two out of five because she says, not what I expecting. I thought I was give, thought I was getting what was equivalent to Sanders honeycomb chips, um, which they're, they're not called honeycomb <laughs> chips, but you know, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, you thought wrong. So yeah. was this review helpful to you? No. No. <laughs> I love when people review something and give it a bad review based upon their own mistake. And it's like, that's not the product's yeah. fault. That's your fault for being a dumb. Also, also in the reviews, you have a classic um, boomer, boomer review that every boomer in their life has to give out at least 50 of these. So uh -huh. you're always going to find one. Molasses chips, they used to be much whiter and bigger. And now they're so thin, you don't taste the molasses chips inside. It's terrible. I used to only buy them. Now I will never buy them and I can't taste anything. But the outside chocolate, no chip molasses taste left. What's happened? Cheap, cheap, cheap. That's, that's, uh, that's how you yeah. know it's a boomer. There was one punctuation mark in there, which was a question. <laughs> and they're not. They, this is the same size they've always been. I don't know what this person is. I, I get they the used to be longer. They've cut I, them in I, half, but like that doesn't who care? I get the impetus um to be like, oh, something's different. They they must be doing they must like cynically be reducing the size. But that isn't always the case, you know? Yeah. It, it's just uh yeah. So anyhow, these things are chips delicious. Flavor. I've tried your molasses chips, comma. It could stand more flavor in the chips. The chocolate overpowers the molasses chip. <sighs> Thank you, Canoe Man from Evansville, Wisconsin. 
The thing about this is I it's did not very, find that review helpful. This is like <laughs> this is like if In and Out had a review section and mm. I'd get just as mad. Like C's candy is not like I don't think anyone would be like, it's the best candy in the world or anything, but it's Awful. sort of its own thing. Not the thing. same as used to be. I bought the molasses dark chocolate like I always do every two weeks, space, exclamation point. Not fresh and more chewy, space, exclamation point. Please give back to your original recipe. We threw out Lady Box. Purchased another at Lakewood Center Mall a few days ago, space, space, comma. Just open E and the same thing, space, exclamation point. After us buying these chips go 15 T years, we are done, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Strong statement there from <laughs> BD28 in Lakewood, California. <laughs> Just like... There's someone here whose name is Sweet Tooth. Like sweet, sweet tooth, tooth, but with an extra H. Sweet tooth. In sweet Hawaii, tooth. Aloha, sweet tooth. Art oh, here we go. This is a good one from C's Fan LA in Los Angeles. Artificial vanilla is inexcusable. Oh no! <laughs> I'm obsessed with. I don't understand why. This does is a an place like shopper identified. <laughs> yeah. Why does why do they even have reviews like on their website? This is a ridiculous thing to have. They could have like a star rating, but you don't need. You don't need people to review, like write a review of your molasses thing. This what is have I got myself into. This is modern. <laughs> the problem of modern e-commerce is that they want the reviews. They email you to fill out their survey, and also, by the way, um, you can buy this box of molasses chips. It's thirteen dollars twenty-five cents. You can purchase it in four interest-free payments, available for orders above thirty-five dollars with Klarna. <laughs> this is a strange. This is a strange place. You know, in case you can't afford, you want to split out your 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 chocolate purchase over oh. four interest free. Okay, payments. but no lie, if if I could subscribe to this, I would. It's <laughs> these things are so I'm kind good. Of Every wondering, time I realize we're way off topic now. We'll we'll get back yeah, on topic no. here, but I'm kind of wondering if I actually should be play, paying with like Klarna or Afterpay because obviously they're gonna like go bust at some point and then like at that point <laughs> is my debt forgiven like who collects no your that debts de no only yeah. rich people's debts get forgiven that's that, not mm, that's a good point yeah, <laughs> yeah yours will not it'll it'll always exist that's they can let you get Obama. yeah it's so yeah i don't anyway. know um you had some you couch follow-up oh well, well, all i was, was saying that all is you yeah all i was just wanted to make people aware of this delicious treat and say that everyone should try them yeah, um, I mean, read the reviews. Um, and yeah, make read an the books, read the decision. manuals. Yeah. <laughs> Here's someone and who says, I absolutely love EEE, C's molasses chips. Here's one who says, so wait, good they wait, are- Wait, 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 wait. They say, they say, I absolutely love- EEE, <laughs> molasses chips. C's molasses chip. After tasting one molasses chip from my coworker, <laughs> I was immediately hooked. Uh, next review says, so good they are evil. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe there are 393 reviews of molasses chips people have feelings about them like i they, I, I, uh, I yeah it's all caps to, the best chocolate covered chips listen to this i'm gonna read this um can you put that hold music back on um oh sure yeah this is this is by little jj in santa barbara california why I love C's. Wait, no, never mind. Give me a second here. I'm going to start this. 
Um, well, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't <stop> <clears throat> All right. Why I love C's molasses chips. It's hard to stop once you've opened a box of C's molasses chips. I just keep going back for more. I always tell myself, <laughs> I'll just let this molasses chip melt in my mouth and then enjoy it as long as I can. But then, because the chocolate tastes so good, an irresistible urge to crunch it overwhelms me as it melts in my mouth. And the next thing I know, it's gone. And I'm reaching for another molasses chip. After five or six, I try to put the lid on for another day. But it isn't easy. It's my favorite C's candy. And the box disappears in a few days. Uh... Aaron, with that voice filter, uh, yeah. when you laugh, you sound like a condescending guy at a bar who's trying to pick up women. <laughs> it's so <coughs> it's so hard to Yum. laugh because, like, my mom's favorite, so I've sent them to her annually till she passed away in 07. Now I send them to her widow in her memory. Oh, oh, that, oh no, that bummed me out so much. I just, oh, no. I don't know, like, oh, but. But does her widow like them, or is her widow just like <laughs> piling up these boxes of molasses chips? Like, what am I supposed to do with these? <laughs> no, she likes them. She doesn't. I mean, excellent. To... There's nothing as delicious anywhere. Please open stores in Canada. <laughs> um, you you have some couch follow up. Do I? You put in there Andrew's couch. I didn't follow -up. put that in there. <laughs> yeah, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. I did it. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> How did I it get there? Did not, I I have no. I didn't. I don't know. But I did not put it in there. Where, where's the get blame on this? Who added this? <laughs> yeah. How do you who, tell? Who who is this? Who is this? I did this? not. I did not put that in there. I didn't either. <clears throat> well, I continue to have a couch. That's the follow up. And I continue to have no idea what I'm doing. But I, uh, you know what I do know? <laughs> yes. Uh, go ahead, caller. Um, e, 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 e. I'm a, the, my next, the next thing I've, my goal in life, uh -huh. I felt like I haven't had a lot of motivation or something I'm shooting for or a project or like anything for the future. I've just been playing Pokemon and getting high. I I I think. Well, I want before we go. I want to say valid. That's entirely yeah, valid. It's true. Just surviving, basically. Yeah. Um, but I think I want to become E Honda. Um, e Honda. See, you put this in. I read E Honda, and I thought you were doing something creative with the Honda E. <laughs> um, no, and I admit I was slightly confused. Um, and disappointed. No. Okay, so no, that so would be e exciting. E Honda is the popular character from um, the video game Street Fighter. Uh huh. And and he's a sumo man. And I uh, see, I'm seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's very large. And the thing, the thing I always loved about E Honda is he was like the first. He was like the first um, fat, um, like 
like a character in a fighting game that mm-hmm. was like he wasn't like ha 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 look at him he's fat it's like oh man look at this beast of a man look at him he's like fat but he's got like an eight pack mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. i was thinking about it the other day and i think this is a body type that i could achieve um mm-hmm. Like, I'm never going to be, like, slender or svelte. That's, like, just not me. That's just not me. Like, my genetics don't... These thighs are never going to be that small. But <laughs> what if these thighs became, like, rippling with muscles? Mm. Then what? Mm-hmm. What if my gut know. was still a gut? This is the thing, Andrew. You'll never see a picture of me with my shirt off. But um, I, do, I do be having a, a six-pack. <laughs> in in my belly like it's still there like mm-hmm. like it's underneath it but you can see the definition and i was and i've always been a little bit uh, like uncomfortable and, and feel like ashamed of that but then i saw a picture of e honda the other day and i was like you know what maybe this is what i'm supposed to become it's a good fit um i like this blue and white um whatever this is that he's wearing around his waist it's like a it's like a skirt sort of it's like a yeah yeah would you grow your hair out and 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 like uh you know like do like a ponytail in the traditional sumo man style yeah i i do i do want to avoid cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. i don't want to do those eyebrows i I really have weak eyebrows i'd have to get transplants (laughs) to pull that off yeah But um, I, I I think the body is what I'm gonna what I'm gonna go for. So anybody who has any tips for me, um, how to achieve this? This is my new fitness journey. Yeah, um, get in touch. Get in touch. Uh, the other thing I discovered this week is I'm. This is like I can't stop thinking about this fellow. This guy is uh named Crake Boy Mental. Okay, and he's an Irish rapper. Who is autistic, uh-huh. and he's a leftist, and he's based as hell. So okay. I'm gonna play some of his music. Mm-hmm. This is uh, everyone needs to get his album uh, Neurowavy that just dropped. This is a this is a song called Hush parentheses STFU. Okay, mm-hmm. can you hear that? Yes. Okay. Okay, so he he also has a song um about JK Rowling called Transphobe Rowling which is super good and every time I see it in a TikTok it just my heart just glows. <clears throat> I know a girl named Transphobe Rowling. Spends her whole life transphobic trolling. She got some nerve using harsh words. Don't ever be like her. Don't ever be a turf. I know a- <laughs> Very good, like, yeah. There's a video of him performing this to all of to um a crowd at a club that's all of his like football mates. Mm-hmm. And it's just all these j- jacked Irish lads just like losing their shit and vibing to a song about how much transphobia sucks. Like yeah, I'm seeing other songs. He has uh, trans people are my friends parentheses transphobes, not welcome. 
Yeah. Uh, another song called Your Gender is Valid to Me. Here's that one. Whether you feel like a he, they, or she, uh, your gender is valid to me. Uh, whether you're trans or non-binary, uh, your gender is valid to me. Uh. This guy is so freaking cool. He, he's got, <laughs> I'm looking into socialism brackets, future yeah. plans, and I support LGBTQIA referendum 1915. It's time for change. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking <laughs> into socialism. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> into socialism. <laughs> Free Palestine tonight. Letter to Israel. This one's a bob. Free Palestine tonight. Free the kids and do what's right. Like, come on. No. <laughs> so, critical support Cra for Craig Cra Boy, Boy Mental. Mental. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's really great on TikTok. Like, uh, highly highly recommend following this lad. What a what a beautiful like. Great lad. He, top he has lad. A top shelf. He has, a, he has a TikTok that said, uh, "What does it say?" It says, uh, "Oh gosh, let me let me look this up real quick." Can you give us some of that hold music? Okay, get out of here. Oh, here we go. Okay, this is a prime example. The ads that I'm getting on TikTok, TikTok is convinced still that I am a lesbian yeah, with huge Sephora cans. collection. Mm -hmm. I'm getting Sephora, which is like a normal women targeted ad. But like I've I've been getting, I've been sending these to some of our friends. <laughs> Just like, so you know, I'm not making this stuff up. And they're always amazed by it. Um but Crake Boy has uh let me find him real quick. Uh go get that cold music again. Uh, okay. Here's his here's his TikTok. It says This is a new genre called acceptance music. I'm De Kanye West of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, yeah. what if Kanye had good politics? You know mm, what I mean? What a concept. Like, what if? Well, this, yeah. that's, this, is, this is it. This, mm -hmm. is the, this is the man we all need. Everyone who listens to Kanye, stop and go listen to Crake Boy Mental, okay? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. just, that's the rules. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Now, everyone's been waiting for this. They've been sitting through all the bull crap about yeah, molasses it's, it's chips. It's time and once again for, <laughs> for sure, man, part three. Um, Clap for that, you stupid bastard. <laughs> this one was a really good one. Uh, this is uh, from earlier this week from uh, someone named Brian Gitt, and I just want to say, <laughs> accurate names. Absolute um, Gitt. Want to make the world a better place? Burn more coal, oil, and natural gas. That's the premise of Alex Epstein's new book, Fossil Future. Sound crazy? Before judging, hear the moral case for fossil fuels. Um, and there's a uh, whole... There's this a whole, is absolutely amazing. <laughs> there's a whole tweet thread here, uh, which is um, remarkable. Um, 
there's <clears throat> at one point there's an image that he's made, which is like, you know, like uh, two sides of a scale <laughs> fossil fuel yeah. costs versus fossil fuel benefits. And it's like, oh, well, clearly it's better because the fossil fuel benefits one is, is lower bigger. than the. It's, yeah, it's, it's bigger. bigger. Um, uh, basically, this is an argument. At one point, he says anti-natural gas equals pro-starvation. The idea, basically, that like uh, you know, fossil fuels and fertilizers derived from petroleum and so on have uh, resulted in um, you know increasing populations and whatnot. So, if you don't support fossil fuels, then you are actually um, you know you're like pro-genocide in effect. Um, <laughs> air quality improves as countries use more energy and get wealthier. Whoa. Uh, fossil <laughs> fuels know. are uniquely low-cost, reliable, on-demand, and versatile. I would say they're not really low-cost at the moment, mm. but sure. Um, uh, it also talks about uh, machines, blah, blah, blah. All the fossil fuel benefits that dwarf the negative side effect. Let's discuss those three side effects. There's only three side effects to fossil fuels. Okay, are you oh, ready? really? That's it. Uh, negative effect one, air pollution, which causes significant health costs. Okay. Uh, plus, no one wants to breathe bad air. But air pollution is a temporarily problem. It initially worsens with Whoa. the onset of industrial growth, but then peaks and declines with economic development. They make it sound like that's just sort of a thing that happens like naturally and not <laughs> that that was like a carefully, uh, you know, like engineered sort of like the reduction in air pollution was something that we had to work towards quite, uh, you know, uh, vigorously negative effect negative effect two: climate risk this is the what? only part that he mentions anything related to climate change but he calls it climate risk um which i would argue is inherently a kind of uh climate denial yeah which is of course the whole thing uh but there are ways to manage it retire the dirtiest coal plants five percent of them create 73 percent of co2 emissions from electricity generation build nuclear and natural gas power plants um, do not do that. Do not build natural gas power plants. Natural <laughs> gas is a worse. Natural gas is a worse greenhouse gas than CO two. Um, create wealth. Wealthier countries can adapt. I wonder how they can adapt. And, okay, and what, what about the not wealthy countries? Then we have um, negative effect three: water pollution from coal mining, oil spills and leaks, and wastewater from fracking. But water pollution can be managed. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much the Can extent it? of that. Can it? Um, this is amazing. Wealthy nations shouldn't subject the developing world to energy poverty. The hypocrisy is mind-boggling. Anyway, this <laughs> yeah, is a this yeah. is a thread about uh, a book by a guy named Alex Epstein. Uh, he's got a book called False Future. I think we've talked about him previously because he has a book called The Moral Case for Fossil Fuels. Just a really sort of bizarre. Um, niche that this guy has which is like um oh you know we actually we need to be burning um you know all of the fossil fuels we can to um you know try and help the developing world develop uh and you know like yeah there is a risk of climate stuff but like <laughs> this is the guy whose uh, greatest influence is uh atlas shrugged so yeah pretty much not a great sign. No. I don't like um, that people like this exist because it's just like, I don't know. Like some people are taking this credulously, credulously, although Alex Epstein has 
he's retweeted a clip of Scott Adams talking about his book, which is hilarious to me. But. That's so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Keep doing it. It's like <clears throat> this stuff is just so obviously farcical. Like it's hard for me to yeah, think that like this is still you, happening. When you have a list of like 16 positives and like three negatives, but your three negatives encapsulate like <laughs> world-ending consequences. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, but we can manage those. You know, it's you're literally <laughs> just like hand-waving them away. We uh, can in- we can manage the Envira side. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, least- we love we love just having massive ponds full of mining runoff. Oh, At least these are the that. worst people and they don't get any worse. Oh, no. What's this next entry? Oh, dear. Um, this is a, <laughs> a, a, a an op-ed commentary um, from, from someone, a landlord. Earth to Boulder. You need your landlords. Um, Excuse me? Earth to Boulder. You need your landlords. You may think we are greedy, land-grabbing, devil-may-care ingrates, but simply put, we provide housing for non-buyer residents in the city. I don't wow. relish having to raise rent. Or, God forbid, to initiate an expensive and stressful eviction proceeding. Yet many of us don't have a say in city elections since we don't live there and we are getting squeezed. (laughs) What have I gotten myself into? (laughs) Because you don't live there. If you want to say, go live there. Oh, my gosh. This person is complaining about various things that um, Boulder has done uh, that affect landlords or whatever. Starting Christ, with, uh, Chris Janner was a renewable energy advocate in Colorado and California with a focus on localized solutions. She's interested in housing policy, owns three rentals on the front range and lives in Longmont. There you go. Yeah. Um, basically, <laughs> she goes through and complains about like various sort of mandates and, and things and regulations that Boulder has imposed, um, but mentions that she's basically passing the expense on to her renters. Uh, at every mm-hmm. turn, um, except when she's like legally prohibited from doing so. Um, I saw I saw a uh, TikTok that was that reminds me of this that uh, someone someone's landlord sent them an angry email because because they were late on their rent by one day the landlord's mortgage check bounced, mm. which uh, tells you everything you need to know about landlords, huh? Yeah. <laughs> And suddenly, property taxes are skyrocketing due to inflation-fueled property value increases. Sour grapes, you say? Think again. Rent is sustainable. Selling is not. I, I can't afford to sell this extremely valuable house. Just... It's just... It's remarkable um, in, in that it's just uh, brain dead, frankly. So, yeah. Anyway. And now you may, not, yo. you may not think of this often, but you do really need your landlords to say in business, city leaders. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you included this next one. I saw this one too. <laughs> this is a tweet by Alexandra Marshall. That's yeah. Can a, you describe this? That it is a. It was like a mountain. It's a video, like a drone shot going over a solar panel. Uh, installation installation um and it's covering like a mountain and it's just like a really large uh plant you know with a lot of panels and and the comment from this person is this isn't hashtag green this isn't hashtag renewable 
It is environmental vandalism and a waste of Earth's limited resources. And this is basically just like a hillside or two that are covered in solar panels, um, yeah. which in the grand scheme of things is like an infinitesimal amount of Earth's surface area. Um, James Medlock quote tweeted this and said, at some point somewhere, people got confused and thought green meant literally green. <laughs> and they don't understand. Um, yeah. this, this is actually green, um, but whatever. You know, and, I don't know. And the thing about it is I love people replying with like pictures of strip mines, uh, like whole yeah. hillsides devastated with the left with a festering pit. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's better. I'd rather have a hillside covered in solar panels than like live next to a coal power plant, you know, like given yeah. a choice between the two. I know and which one I would is, like, pick. I understand. Like, I don't know where this person is coming from, really. So like giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're not saying, oh, don't do solar, do natural gas or do coal. Maybe they're not. And they're just saying there's different ways to do it. I agree. Just I think distributed solar is better than these really large plants. Um, but um, I also um, don't think that this is a important message in light of the last the, the first thing we read <laughs> so the opposite side is actually we should be burning more fossil fuels and the other side is no but also this is too many solar panels in one place like uh you need to reprioritize your critiques i think <laughs> i want to say um it, it's 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 good and noble that you are um not assuming that this person is operating in bad faith but oh, what no, you need oh, to no. know is that alexander marshall has had many articles published in the uh, the australian version of the spectator so oh well that um, does it that seals that uh this is yeah. absolutely amazing oh my god yeah sorry in a, in a later tweet uh she says if you genuinely believe a quote global warming carbon-led planetary roasting unquote is in the cards the only solution is nuclear energy end of story so weird that the world's billionaires so weird that the world's billionaires would rather keep churning out inefficient, environmentally disastrous, low-energy wind and solar, which are a lot of adjectives that don't go with wind and solar, but okay. I guess you can just put words in an order and make a sentence, even if it doesn't make sense. We have a, we just got, we just, this, our roof looks like this now. We just, we, we just put up like, That's true. You, you got saw that solar. picture, like, like yeah. 30 panels or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited it, to hear what, how, how your energy bills, uh, you know, change as a yeah, result I of Yeah. I mean, that. it's a long-term solution, right? Because it, it right. does cost thousands of dollars to put, to put it yeah, in. Yeah. And so it's going to take a long time to recoup those costs. But, uh, the cost of cooling this house is only going up, 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 up every year. So. Mm. Um, it'll be nice to like not have to worry about I'm using the air conditioning too much, but I can't sleep because I'm sweating in my bed and I'm only under one sheet, but um. yeah, <laughs> I, I think, I think you should, you should turn the AC down a little bit more and not have to feel guilty about it. Now yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're siphoning energy from the sun. <laughs> so, yeah we're we're operating I mean, at the power of the i mean sun. if you if you genuinely believe that a global warming carbon-led planetary roasting is in the cards <laughs> i just Speaking love that because it's like it's like oh you really believe this stuff are you kidding me <laughs> like what mm. you really believe this very observable fact and yeah. if you've been alive longer than it's, 15 years. It's funny because 
people like that will go like, oh, you really believe in global warming? And then the next day they'll be like, it's colder than it used to be this time of year. (laughs) Wow, we sure haven't gotten much rain. I wonder what that's about. Wow. I feel like the summers are are a lot hotter than they were when I was a kid. Huh. Bless her heart. There's somebody that I work with that's, you know, very much like that. And, uh. And every time she, she, she always, the funny thing is she's always commenting on the weather, on the weird weather or the heat or anything like that. And every time she does, I just say, I just say, well, you know, good thing global warming's fake, huh? And she just like, doesn't quite know how to take it. <laughs> and yet she persists. And you're just so over it's like there a, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like a fun little game. I'm just over there in the corner. May Allah awaken the people. <laughs> well, this is the thing is, I think everyone has the dots in their head. It's just that not everyone is quite capable of connecting them. You know, it's a uh, ideology. It's I don't know comes back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say some people are incentivized against connecting. <laughs> Speaking of people. Uh, who can't connect the dots. Uh, Howard Schultz is at it again, ladies and germs. And now, is this the guy, uh, this is the Snoopy guy, right? The, um, um, the, no, the this is the guy? Starbuck man. Oh, uh, hmm, okay. Remember um, when he like was the, the top uh, Democratic presidential candidate? <laughs> no, because that <laughs> never happened. He was, no, Andrew, you forgot already. He was for a minute. He was like all anyone was talking about. He got all the mm. airtime. He had all the ads. He was like number one for a for like a week, mm. and everyone was like mm. uh, pre- looking at President Starbuck. Um, Starbuck, the Starbuckman. <laughs> he uh, made so you know uh, several um, Starbucks are organizing and have successfully formed unions. It's happening over the more past and more. year now more yeah, than you, ever. You love to see it, yeah. basically. Get back to normal. <laughs> many such cases, you know. So. Um, yeah. So, basically, Howard Howard Schultz has been going around and screaming like at the top of his lungs, "This is Orwellian to me. Unionizing yeah. is to me a vile act, <laughs> and in a Petersonian sense, right. it's disgusting." And I'm unfortunately or fortunately, they are winning their elections, and inshallah, it will end. But he's wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. so he, he, here from this article, um, that I'm sharing about a meeting that he had, uh, Madison Hall, a 25 year old barista and union organizer says that the 68 year old billionaire asked to meet with the, a few of these, like, you know, uh, employees who are organizing in Southern California. And so he had this meeting, you know, at some conference room outside of the airport. It said uh, the 68-year-old billionaire bristled, repeatedly bristled at and cut off their questions about Starbucks' handling of the growing union movement within the company. Quote, if you hate Starbucks so much, why don't you go somewhere else? Schultz told Hall they were called. Then, is it, it's yeah. just like you can't even fathom that the reason someone would want a union is because they actually like Care. their job and want to make it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Hall like this is a that, personal attack on me and the company. Yeah. Hall said put a pin in that wanting to make the world better because I thought of something to include in this week's show that I didn't put in the show notes that mm. I should. Um Hall says that when they mentioned the several federal complaints filed by the NLRB against the company for illegally harassing and firing pro union workers, a number of other baristas began murmuring, seemingly unaware of the charges. 
Paul oh. says they tried to explain the NLRB's actions, but was cut off again by Schultz. A challenge over whether Starbucks offered the best benefits in the retail industry was also interrupted. Then, quote, then he went on a long rant about the history of Starbucks and how he used to be poor. <laughs> Hall says they pursued the line of questioning only to encounter more hostility. I said, say you're not anti-union, but on July 1st, 2021, Starbucks was found guilty of retaliation in Philadelphia. That was when he got super defensive and cut me off. We're not talking about this, he said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are constantly telling us that you are not anti-union. You're constantly saying you respect our right to unionize, Hall says they told Schultz. We're not going to talk about that, Schultz replied. <laughs> he brought him in and then he's like, we're not going to talk about any things you want to talk about. This is yeah. Sorry, you, you thought this was a conversation? <laughs> we're, here, we're here to understand this... This event is, uh, and this is a direct quote, an opportunity to meet with senior level management um, as Starbucks, a Starbucks spokesperson said, the focus of the meeting was about ways we can improve the partner experience and the various ways we can co-create the future of Starbucks together. Um, you know, we're trying Bruh. to, we're trying to figure out, we're trying to figure out how we sort of, um, you know, bridge the gap between management and our employees. Oh, you want to talk about that? No, fuck off. <laughs> yeah it's uh it's, it's funny because really they come in there incredible. and they're like oh we're here to listen and then it's really you know they're not actually there to listen they're there to tell but you but i to used to be off. poor i used <laughs> to be poor yeah <laughs> i just love it i the thing that howard schultz keeps going on and doing interviews and trying to do these events and things and it only makes him look worse and it only makes the union organizers more powerful. So yeah. in light of that, I'd like to invite Howard Schultz to come on the no idea show come on the show. <laughs> come you on. We'll interview you. you. you coward. <laughs> he come is on a our coward. Show. So we probably won't, uh. but we're open platform anytime. You know what? Let's, let's, let's make a little web counter website. Let's do a website days since we invited Howard Schultz to come on our show. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> see how long it gets hey somebody make i mean we're not going to make that for us you that but some if someone wants to make that you can make that um yeah it, and the funny thing is like the a point that you made um that i'm gonna put here in the show notes that like basically like oh people actually care um about their work like the fact that they're union organizing is a sign that they actually do care, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so what I want to share with you but is this How Howard Schultz first, they voice, they don't care about me and me getting more money. So yeah, that's, you know, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Um, I don't know why it decided to try to embed this, this link. Mm. Um, so let me show you a gentleman. Um, have you heard of a gentleman called Post Ten? I think I sent you no, a text. I okay, so um, let me put one of his videos here into the show notes. Uh, create bed. Oh, I'm looking here. Oh, yes, you did send me this. This is the guy who clears, um, like, he'll clear <laughs> debris from culverts and things. Yeah. And unclog drains. That's um, all he does. He just goes around and does that. He's not yeah. paid. 
He's just passionate about clearing drains and culverts. But frankly, he should be paid. We should we should pay guys. I know that we like theoretically do do this. Like you know, like obviously municipalities have people who do this, but they don't do it enough. Pay people to go and clear the leaves and sticks out of drains and things. Yeah, so when they talk about flooded, when they talk about like you know, oh well, who's gonna do all this work if you do communism or socialism? You remove the profit incentive, and it's like there's no shortage of people who would love to do this kind of stuff, but yeah. they can't make it work because right. of the profit motive. Mm-hmm. And so I started watching. Videos I'd go of this out there guy. with a shovel. I just don't often have yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, or like you know. What happens if you hurt yourself or something goes, there's all these like things you got to worry about that you shouldn't have to. There's also another person that I discovered because YouTube was like, oh, is this, is this the shit you want? This is what you want. We got something else for you. And Mm. this is a, uh, a gentleman called Al Blades with a Z. Okay. Just goes around to random homeowners and says, hey, can I do your yard work for you? And just completely trims all their grass cuts all their trees weeds just that's like remarkable but i would feel this is the problem is because everything is a scam these days i would be yes. like what is the catch you know what is the, i think this his is, catch this is, is preposterous to me <laughs> i think his catch is that he's getting ad revenue from youtube and sure. which would okay, be yeah, more right. but it's like am i gonna be get more than doing a regular somehow business? how how yeah. is this i'm gonna regret this <laughs> yeah he's not as pure as as post 10 right. post 10 also like uh our our number one uh rap god uh um craig is uh is definitely like uh asd i think i've seen a video of him talking about it he's mm-hmm. he's so just pure I, this is I the problem him. is is if if society uh was was better able to accommodate the needs of folks on the spectrum yeah. We would have like better infrastructure and things like that because like, there are people yeah. who just want to work on that because they think yeah, it's fun. like I one of the things that I've like, been I, saying to make me president of Amtrak, I you know I'm, <laughs> I'm only partially kidding about that. The, the I, I you know like I I did some training. I think I've mentioned this before, but I did some like training for working with autistic children when I was uh, when I worked in special education, and one of the things. You know, they they were very, very clear about was like this whole like we want to cure autism thing is a scam and it's gross. And if we didn't have autism, you wouldn't have like the light bulb or electricity or all these different things like in the world are probably the result of somebody who is on the spectrum because that allows you this sort of focus, you know, (laughs) an obsession on something. To, to to sort of accomplish those those things. So like that that's what I think of when I think about these like excuses like oh you you need the profit motive you need this world that we've created this way other otherwise everything would would just you know turn into chaos and it's like um yeah I don't know I don't know I I believe that less and less yeah so exactly um speaking of people I believe less and less. Nick Fuentes uh, yeah, is in trouble. You know of Nick Fuentes, right? He's um yeah. this is the guy who um he he's he's like big in the far right scene. He's the instigator of the Graper movement, big America first guy. He's basically a fascist, and I think at this point, um 
you can't even say like a crypto fascist. Like he's just a fa- oh, an out yeah. fascist. Um, but he's in trouble lately um, because um, for fascism. It, no, um, oh. with his community, because it turns out he might not actually be an incel, which is apparently very important for this whole community. When it um, comes to the seduction of women. <laughs> which he doesn't do. He, he wants to be very clear that he doesn't do that. Um, this is a clip from earlier this year um, uh, where he said, uh, I'm not some person who has a wagey job. I'm a creator. I'm a leader. I have lots of responsibilities, uh, you know. Oh, you haven't had sex. Well, I haven't chosen to do that yet. I'm choosing instead to be a historical figure, um, which, by the way, if you're choosing not to have sex, that's not being an incel. That's that's <laughs> being a full cell. Those are different yeah. things. Um, but in February, fa- uh, he found himself in a tricky spot when the chat room during his America First broadcast started claiming he was a fake cell after he revealed on air that he had once kissed a girl during high school. He stammered <laughs> his way through denials, concluding that he was, quote, born an incel. I got. I'm laughing so hard. I got blown my nose. I'm a misogynist, and I didn't choose that. I didn't choose to be born. I've never touched a woman in my life. I don't even want that. I don't want touch. I don't want a relationship. You know what? Total Aryan victory. That's what I want. Hugs and kisses, touch, sappy stuff. Please. I love. The, I love that he has to like quickly like scramble on his stream for all of his like fascist incel types be like no i'm also an incel like you i don't i don't like i i dislike it actually i don't want i don't want any of it i'm here to just be lonely all the time and you know yeah it's funny because it's you know almost certainly not true um that he's like an incel but but you have to you have to role play this role for this you know this whole movement. I mean, who can tell? Like, yeah, <laughs> these people are just there. There's a topic that I've had sitting here in our show notes, like in our possible potential topics. Mm-hmm. It's the first one up there. I, I can't get rid of it because it's still in my head, but I can't quite think about how to form it into a bigger piece. But it's, it's a lot of radicalism is based on access to sex or the promise thereof. So like, the group like group of neo-nazis is hugely based on potential access to sex with an intimacy market based on entirely different values than the normal outside world so these people get into these groups because they see oh maybe within this culture uh of different rules i can access sex whereas in normal society i have been unable to do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know. Somebody write that for me and we'll talk about it. Someone come what's, on the show. Maybe Howard fu- Schultz can talk about it. What's funny, though, is that after this, like, uh, you know, going, oh, I'm not a fake. So he then you can see the narrative change because then in his Telegram channel, he he tweeted uh, however you tweet in a Telegram channel or whatever. He's just, the only Posted. people that complain about, quote, incels are Simpson feminists. So. You can see we're just swiftly trying to be like, oh, you're making fun of me for being an incel. You're a simp, actually. Or you're making you you're making fun of me for not being an incel. Um, yeah, the people just, who complain about me like this are actually more like our enemies than they are like us guys. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> you know, it's that's it, I mean, that's pretty smart turn. It is. It's, it's kind of amusing to watch it happen, I yeah. guess. So. Yeah. Feminism won. Women rule everything. The society is totally upside down. But some right wing people want to nitpick about tone or incel. Get real. Get real. <laughs> Get real. Who who the who is someone who's not like 70 who said that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 
He's going to start calling things he likes trick and neato. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, incels, that's horse feathers. <laughs> yeah. Man. Posh. This- Pish posh. Pish posh. Anyway. These are, these are interesting guys. Yeah. I'm glad that they don't really have like a lot of influence on the world. Like It's just this little niche corner. Wait a minute. I'm reading this mm. part. Mainstream politicians now clearly understand the power of pushing anti-feminist thought, courting frustrated men by pointing to women in progressive culture as clear and potent reason for their struggles. Trump himself won devotees by constantly, subtly pushing back against woke feminism. Six years later, South Korea's newest president took a page from Trump's book and expanded on it, explicitly using anti-feminist narratives to buoy his conservative camp. Oh, uh, well, mm, okay. Mm. In better news, Amtrak's at it. Um, so so uh Amtrak, well, okay, so let me start with Hurricane Katrina. Okay, Um, yeah. So there used to be a rail route um between New Orleans and Florida. Um, but as a result of Hurricane Katrina, um the the route was damaged it was cut off at mobile alabama um and so amtrak has been attempting to restore the full service for many years now um and what's standing in their way is uh the companies that actually own the the track csx and norfolk southern um who who have argued that um they can't allow the passenger service um because these uh, these tracks that they're on are simply way too busy. Um, and if, if they started adding the Amtrak trains, then it would like screw everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, and this mm-hmm. matter has gone on so long now that it's now, uh, before the surface transportation board for them to weigh in on it and issue a decision one way or the other. Um, and as a part of that, um, hearing started or alongside of it, Amtrak set up a Twitch stream in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, um, where you can watch, um, trains, uh, or rather the Not lack running. of trains yeah. on this particular segment of CSX track that they claim is so busy. Um, <laughs> it, it's a single track. Um, it's so almost big. nothing happens. I believe on the first day that they, they, uh, streamed this, um, they counted like four trains total. So, um, yeah, it, it's clearly not that busy. Um, mm-hmm. Although CSX, um, you know, uh, uh, responded to this and said, "Oh, it's um, focusing on one point of a line that traverses approximately 138 single track miles." Blah 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 is grossly misleading, um, and so on and so forth. Um, it, it's clear that CSX and Norfolk Southern are just stalling because they don't want to allow Amtrak on their tracks. Um, and they and don't want to put any just, money into into exactly. it because that's not that's not easy profits for them. Yeah, but what I enjoy is Amtrak like fully calling them out and just being like, you know, see for yourself how busy it is, folks. We love a troll, don't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, so beautiful. I would say that they did this in a kingly manner. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that was that's pretty kingly. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, what's this next thing we've had? I didn't really read it. Next, yet. we have um, the trans pod, um, oh. which is not a a pod for transing your gender, unfortunately. Oh, um, okay. It is actually a hyperloop type thing, 
Um, and this one is in Canada. Um, what they want to do is they want to build um, ultra high speed transportation between uh, Calgary and Edmonton in Alberta um, with a Hyperloop type thing. Um, and it's sort of remarkable. They, they claim to have gotten $550 million to finance the construction of it. Um, that's not enough for something like a Hyperloop <laughs> because those would be insanely expensive. Um, but what I like is their, um, they, they, they did a feasibility study, mm. um, which we love to do. Cause what, basically what you do is you hire someone, uh, to make up a bunch of stuff about how good it is. Um, yeah. And so what they what they claim is that by building this hyperloop type thing, um, it'll create up to one hundred and forty thousand jobs and add nineteen point two billion Canadian dollars to the region's GDP. Um, that I don't. It doesn't source. Just, like, What's doesn't your source pass, on that? Yeah, it doesn't pass the sniff test at all. Uh, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> They say it would take 45 minutes to ride from Calgary to Edmonton uh, at an estimated cost of $90 compared to more than three hours spent driving or a plane ticket costing $162. Um, this is uh, obviously ridiculous in the way that all Hyperloops are, um, but it is somewhat concerning to me that they managed to get finance from someone, but also like... Um, kind of hilarious that they managed to grift money out of out of venture capitalists or whatever so you know i just love I they, tr- they, they they it's like seo become real like yeah. the whole basis of this is that they're they have the word trans in there <laughs> <laughs> like nobody did that accidentally do you know what i mean come on right. my guy like <laughs> trans speaking of trans they haven't even um, built any like anything they haven't built any vehicles no, I see this picture though here. Respected it yeah, like it's uh, so it's real to me. Fucking transforms. <laughs> Trans people are my friends. Transforms come catch these hands. Trans people are my friends. So respect them, but we're going in. <laughs> All right, it's like a good place to end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this I'm trying and I'm learning Thank you for your patience There's so many mistakes I have already made But I'm working to be better day by day And I think I'm gonna make it But for now I'll say I have no 